Hey Purpose peeps, I'm working on a new project for our Black Girls of Purpose community and I need you to help me make sure that this is a good fit. So if you have five minutes, go to blackgirlswithpurpose.org forward slash survey, S-U-R-V-E-Y, to answer a few questions for me. This will again make sure that I'm offering the best possible thing I can for this community. That's blackgirlswithpurpose.org forward slash survey. Welcome back to the Black Girls of Purpose podcast. If you hear me and I'm talking like this, y'all know I talked about systems when we did our business and Bible study series. And so this is my third interview, but we bring in the same energy, same day, same yes. energy. Um, and I'm so excited to have Latanya Moore on here. PhD, okay, boo. Her, uh, her Instagram is Dr. Latanya Moore. All right. Do you hear what I'm saying? Uh, super excited to be uh introducing her to you all i speak about this pretty much every episode but y'all know i don't just bring anybody on the podcast i bring people who i feel like would be a value to you to uh the community and people that i've been able to see actually walk out the things that they're doing um i get sometimes you know i get i'll get the emails of hey this my client or i would be very great guests for your podcast and you know shoot your shot sis but i'm really big on just the the consistency and the fruit of it right like scripture talks about how you will know someone by their fruit and so um this is someone that i've got connected with earlier this year i think i put a post on a facebook in a facebook group and we connected that way and she was about to she's like i've been thinking about starting the podcast and when you posted i was like i need to talk to her and you know the rest is history as they say history. <laughs> so i'm gonna read your formal bio and then we'll jump in Okay. So Latanya Moore, PhD, as I said before, is an <laughs> implementation specialist, trainer, and technical assistance specialist. She provides training and technical assistance at the community and organizational levels. Dr. Moore completed her PhD at the Chicago School of Professional Psychology professional psychology and organizational leadership she was a significant she has significant experience with organizational change systems intervention and agency level leadership she also provides coaching and spiritual consulting services to those who are ready to walk in alignment with their god-given goals and visions and she is the host of spirituality a podcast that I actually had the opportunity to be a guest on earlier this year. And the podcast is really a place where listeners can receive practical tips when they're ready to strengthen their relationship with God. Through topics, experience, and application, Dr. Moore, she (laughs) seeks to increase spiritual maturity and advance the kingdom of God. She is the visionary behind the spirituality LLC, and she's helping to shape visions through spiritual awakening. Yes. So fancy. fancy. Good gracious. (laughs) I sound very important. (laughs) (laughs) I know it is always, there's always that kind of like, okay, can we? That's cool. But yeah, let's just jump in. We don't have to say that, but you know, know. it really is a testament to God, right? We know that anything that we put uh, in our bio, things that we've experienced is like, but you don't know even the half of it. So that really leads me to my my first question, which is tell people uh, something about yourself that they might not read in your bio or or, yeah you know that I went and got my PhD but that wasn't the plan that I had for my life or whatever you feel led to share about yourself 
Absolutely. So something that um, that most people don't know about me is that I have literally lived out a childhood dream. In eighth grade, I wrote down on a piece of paper. So they were asking us, what do you want to be when you grow up? And, you know, what school do you want to go to? And I wrote down that I wanted to be a therapist. Now, people always ask me, though, um, well, how did you know what a therapist was in eighth grade? (laughs) That's a good question. I have no idea, but um, I literally followed that dream. And so at some place and point, um, God just really started to shift my journey a little bit. So I was still doing therapy, but at the same time, he helped me to see that this wasn't just about individuals, but also about organizations. And so, you know, um, I always say that organizational leadership is literally therapy for the company. Like literally companies are made up of individuals. (laughs) So um, that's one thing that people wouldn't know is that in eighth grade, I wrote down my future career and I followed through. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) That is pretty exciting. I think that it's cool because... I had a similar experience with becoming an author like I I, but it was interesting because I I think it's so humbling when God allows you to achieve things early because you think to yourself well this is what I've been pursuing this whole time so now I've done it you know what else is there and God's like great question so excited to show you um so how have you when, when God was kind of transitioning you from, hey, we're not just going to do traditional therapy, but we're going to also look into this organizational leadership. Was that something that you fought him on or were you willing to make that transition? No. So I definitely fought him. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was a fighter for a really long time. Okay. So just know that my season of obedience, it's not a season now. It's like, it's here, baby. I'm all in for this obedience. Okay. So but it shifted only about three years ago. So this is still kind of recent for me. Um, you know, I would get these kind of unctions in my spirit to do things and I would fight those things. Oh my gosh. Um, I would fight them. So when he began to shift me, um, I'm like, no, that is not who I am. I don't want to work with these people. I don't want to train people. Believe it or not, I was shy. <laughs> shy. Okay. Now I like train hundreds of people all the time and people still don't know they I mean they really think that you know this is comfortable for me it only becomes comfortable when God sends me my person I always say like there's a person in that audience who is my person that God sends so um but yeah so definitely I, I fought it um and now I'm in a place where you know there's nothing to fight <laughs> the moment he says that I realize that this is what he has for me and this is best for me this is better than anything that I could have thought of or fathomed myself so I am going with whatever he said right um and I think that you know just in business in life like we have to you know realize that pivoting is a part of the process it's just a part of the process and um especially if you're gonna be a holy spirit led yeah, you need to learn to um, take a, t- a few detours, a few turns, you know, U-turns, what have you. And I think it's just all a part of the process for sure. Pivoting is a part of the process. See, we talked about that on the podcast during the business and Bible study series. Literally, it was mm-hmm. don't be afraid to pivot. And I think that it's important because, and I spoke about this on a, a episode I actually recorded earlier today. I think that sometimes we can get really attached to the outcome or what we think is going to happen, especially if we are in situations like yours where it's like, okay, from eight years old, I knew I was Mm going to do this. And Mm -hmm. 
how attached you are is really going to determine your success, not in terms of monetary ability and capabilities and things like that, but God defines the success as obedience. So if you're super attached to, or your identity is super attached to that outcome, Mm -hmm. then when God says, okay, but you're going over here, you're like, wait, no, 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 this is, (laughs) this is my level of influence. This is my sphere. And I, I, I tell people all the time, that's if, if if it was up to me and if I was so set in my ways that I wasn't being led by Holy Spirit, like Black Girls of Purpose wouldn't have existed because Black Girls of Purpose only came to be after I wrote my yeah. book, The Black Girls Guys Living on Purpose. And the book only came to be after I was working in ten, teen ministry at a school, uh, teen mm-hmm. ministry and then simultaneously working at a high school. Wow. And even that only came to be because I was going to go to Miami and do a year of service there. And then God at the last minute, at the last minute in my eyes was like psych you about to go to uh you about to go to what where he said oh he's like you're going to new orleans wait what sir i've never even visited there he's like yeah that's where you're gonna live and you know it's just it's all these decisions absolutely i would definitely say too because when you think about it i just i kept hearing comfortable and how we get in the place where we get comfortable, right? We sit still and God hasn't placed us in, um, you know, in areas and places and spaces where he wants us to be comfortable. I, I've just realized that there are so many more assignments out here. And the moment that we think that we've gotten comfortable in a place, God is like, uh-uh, your assignment here, great job, great job. But I, I want you over here now. And so um, I literally just had this conversation with my mom the other day. But I was just saying how things are shifting, things are shifting, things are shifting. And, um, and then I was just telling my friend, I said, things are shifting everywhere. Literally, I was at the nail shop, the salon, and I felt my spirit being like, something is not right here, you know? Still went back to the salon, okay? Two weeks later, went back, got my nails done again. And I'm sitting and I'm just praying like, God, what is going on? You know, I don't feel comfortable in this salon. And God spoke to me in that moment and said, I had to make you uncomfortable so you would leave, so you would move. And I thought, whoo, I mean, literally, this isn't just about a job. This isn't just about a career, a business, all those things. I mean, something as simple as that, what we think is simple, right? It's like, hey, I'm just trying to get my nail. I'm just trying to go get a fill in. But sometimes he has to shift things up. He has to, you know, um, pivot. He has to cause you to pivot because there's an assignment somewhere else. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to going over there to that new salon that I haven't chosen yet, but I know he's going to send me one soon. <laughs> yeah, it, it yeah. really, it, you have to be obedient in the small things. And I, and I have spoken in great length and will continue to speak on the fact that a lot of us want to be obedient in the big things, but you only get those big assignments when God's like, okay, I, I, you have been faithful over a few things. Now I'll make yes. you over many, right? Uh, when you were talking, something else that stuck out to me was just that when you were talking about being willing to be uncomfortable, like I was thinking about something I was speaking to another guest about, and mm-hmm. I was telling her how we were talking about Paul and how he, God sent him different places. Like, I mean, you even think about him in prison and how people accepted the gospel in prison. And if he was just like, okay, I'm going to be in this one church and that's where I'm going to be. And I mean, even thinking about how he got started in ministry, the Mm -hmm. fact that he was with the (laughs) disciples and they were like, you two crunk for us. Mm -hmm. And so then they they sent him off to an island and Barnabas was like, nah, man, sorry, they was tripping. (laughs) You should come with me. If he was like, nah, they rejected me, I'm done like what 
what does that mean for the church of God, right? Like, (laughs) and so thinking about how we have to have that willingness to let go of what we thought and then also even let go of past hurt that says, well, those are the same people that rejected me. Why would you send me back over there? I mean, it it really frees us up. And we really have to see that this is not about us. It's about what God is doing. And even earlier this year, and some, I mean, sometimes it's a multiple times a day, week, whatever. When I have, mm-hmm. to, I have to say, this is not your life, Bree. Like, yes. yes, there are things you get to enjoy mm-hmm. and it's cool, but this is not ultimately about you. And I think the sooner that we understand that, the more effective we're able to be for the kingdom of God. Absolutely. That is one thing I say all the time, even about my time. You know, God, this is not my time. Tell me how you want me to steward it. God, this isn't my money. Tell me how you want me to steward it. Especially when I'm getting, you know, um, an unction or an assignment where I'm like, oh man, I really don't. Are you sure? Are you sure you want me to give her a hundred dollars? Are you like, are you serious? (laughs) And you're right. You know, where, where would I be, you know, um, if I didn't obey and I thought about, oh, well, this is the same person who said this to me and it really hurt me, you know? Um, and this is the same person that God's like, no, give her a hundred dollars. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Oh my gosh. Listen, these assignments can be anywhere and are everywhere. And so, um, I'm learning really to enjoy those assignments and to, um, to realize that whenever God is shifting something for me, that means that I have something, I'm carrying something um, that relates back to my purpose, that literally when I show up, things are going to shift. And so I'm just realizing, you know, the power of my presence and the presence, um, you know, well, the, that I carry his presence. So yeah, I love that. So something that stuck out to me when you were talking you're talking about different assignments and I want to know I mean you wear a lot of different hats I mean and you actually have a hat on today <laughs> but, uh, you wear a lot of different hats so how do you show up fully to each of the different assignments that you have in one season because I know sometimes we're in seasons where God's like hey I'm giving you this one thing and just yeah. do this one thing and do it well but as you see God enlarge your territory how do you can how do you maintain that same consistency Absolutely. That's a great question. Um, One of the things that I would say I do all the time is I send Holy Spirit. I lose Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I implore you. Holy Spirit, I lose you to pray. Holy Spirit, I need you to go before me. And so um, whatever it is, so so that's daily, right? And in every assignment that I have, it's about Holy Spirit, you know, making room for me. And so that is one of the first things that I do. Um, And then too, I ask people this all the time. I'm like, what is your assignment? What is your assignment? Well, guess what, people? I'm asking you, but I'm also asking God for myself, right? I'm literally always asking God, what is my assignment? Because I want to be sure that I am meeting my assignment, that I'm doing what God told me to do. Um, And so staying consistent, especially when I have like multiple things going on, multiple assignments, to me is, you know, making sure that I'm always tapped in, you know? Um, If I feel connected, if I am tapped in, on a regular, if I'm reading my word, if I'm doing those things, then I am clear because I'm hearing his voice, you know, um, and I can balance better than, you know, okay, you know, I only, God only gave you five minutes today and whoo, I'm trying to figure out, I'm struggling over here because it's too much to balance. So I realized that when I am tapped in, there are times when, you know, I show up and I don't, I don't necessarily have to be um, fully studied and prepared for something because I know that it's, it'll be him speaking through me. Right. So, um, so I definitely feel like it's a couple of things, you know, one Holy spirit, 
number one, employee, I employ them every day. <laughs> Two is really, um, you know, being consistent and connecting back to, you know, what my assignment is, right? That purpose. Um, and then, you know, I would say too, so um, I was just mentioning this on another podcast where I said, God gave me some questions and it, these questions really came out of a place of conviction where I had just done something um, that I basically said, oh, look at what I did. Look at how I, 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 it was all about I, it was all about me. And I didn't glorify God in that process at all. And so now I asked myself um, a few questions that God gave me. And one of those questions is, is this about me? No. Are you promoting me or are you promoting you? And so I'm always trying to make sure, you know, that I am promoting um, what God has given me, what he has shared, um, you know, that the success is from him and isn't necessarily from, you know, the idea that I thought of in my head. So that's another way that I remain consistent. Yeah. I want to read Isaiah 30, 20 through 23, because this is something that came to me while you were talking. And it says, though he gave you, though he gives you the bread of adversity and water of affliction, yet he will be with you to teach you with your own eyes, you will see your teacher. And if you leave God's path and go astray, you will hear a voice behind you say, no, this is the way, walk here. And you will destroy all your silver idols and gold images and cast them out like filthy things you hate to touch. Ugh, you'll say to them be gone it's the living bible y'all yeah and the last uh the last verse 23 says then god will bless you with rain at planting time and with wonderful harvest and with ample pastures for your cows mm -hmm. i wanted to read that because verse 21 if y'all have heard this the scripture and you maybe didn't know where it came from where it says this is the way of the lord walk in it like that's walk where that that's where that what that verse is is uh, isaiah 30 verse 21 but the reason why I brought that up is because you're talking about spending time in God's word spending time in prayer every single day yeah. and that is something that is very much a priority to me as well because I'm yeah. like God if I'm if I'm speaking to you every day I know based off of this scripture if I'm not yeah. going the right way you will redirect me and in yeah. the same way you said you felt kind of off uh, at the nail salon mm -hmm. I don't remember if it was yesterday or the day before but I was like God some just feel off I'll be talking mm -hmm. to God like we, I mean yeah. he, he my first oh, boo you know yeah. I'm married but he like my first bae he's yes. my first husband right and so I was like in the same way that if you and your boo are kind of in a fight or you do there's some tension I was mm -hmm. like Lord stuff some kind of just feels off today like we yeah. good you know Absolutely. like okay. and I didn't even even get an I didn't even get an audible response of no you're doing this and you need to stop doing that or whatever but yeah. I said if I have filled my time with too much mm. you know trying to be productive and trying to get ahead and trying to do the batch recording so much so that I don't I'm not making space for you like I repent of that. I'm sorry. Please clear my schedule of any things that are, are going to keep me from being plugged into you or even just having a place of rest and peace so I can hear you yes. clearly. Feel free. And literally, I think one of my interviews got canceled on Tuesday and then another one got canceled yesterday. And I was like, oh blessings. You know what Thank I mean? You. Like, <laughs> because I, I was even feeling anxious about them. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, yeah. I know this is good. It's good that I'm getting ahead. But I was just kind of feeling like but this is a lot and I'm so telling. I had that you know that that 
understanding and that discernment to say, God, I think this is where I need to go, but if it's not, show me. And if everything had stayed the same, then I've been like, okay, I guess we good. But because he did clear my schedule in some of those areas, I was like, oh yeah. Okay. So I did oversaturate my schedule. Yeah. I think about this, uh, the the scripture in song that says it's foolish to toil for bread when God gives sleep to his beloved. I just read that yesterday. You know, and it's so interesting too, because what this connects me back to all the time when I say to people, this is about relationship. This is about relationship, point blank period. You have a relationship with God. And because you have that relationship, then he is able to say, all right, you know what? I don't have to give you anything audible. I'm just going to cancel a few things on the side. I'm going to make my time because I miss you. You know what I mean? I want to, I want to talk to you today. And so I'm going to clear a few things or, you know, I'm going to give you um, a little time to rest, even if it's resting in my presence and and resting, you know, by walking around, listening to a a good gospel song. I mean, he loves that, (laughs) but this is about relationship. And when you have a relationship with God, not just following religion, that is when you have those, um, those moments of comfort, right? Where you literally, where God is just, God is going to work for you really. He can't for those interviews. <laughs> Listen, and I and I don't even like you said when you're talking about obedience. I just got to, I'm like I'm not fighting you on it because I was kind of yeah. I wasn't I wasn't a hundred percent anyway. So <laughs> thank you for being that comfort. But the reason I wanted to share that as well is because sometimes when we don't know which way to go, we don't move at all. And mm-hmm. I think you listened to that podcast episode mm-hmm. when I was talking about the GPS and it only gives you directions if you're moving. Like, yeah, even if you're going the wrong way, at least it can redirect you and reroute exactly. you on the right path. But if you're not going anywhere, and I hear people say often, oh, you know, I'm asking God what to do. And he, mm-hmm. I just, I'm not hearing him tell me anything. Well, have you done the last thing he said to do? Or, Come on you know, now. Go or, back to the or last if you thing have, like, you know what I mean? Like, are you, are you really, or are you asking and then taking time to really sit and listen? Or are you Come asking on. on your way to the thing? Like, Lord, I hope this is your will. Cause I'm doing it. Like, yes, because about? this is a dialogue and not a monologue. Um, you know, and I, sometimes I think people think that I'm crazy when I'm like, well, why haven't you heard from them yet? You know, I don't believe that God is in the business of making us wait forever on answers. No, no, no. Come on. He is literally waiting to speak to us. Why would he be waiting? You know what I mean? Or have you in a waiting process to, to give you an answer? Um, so yeah, again, that just relates back to relationship, right? Yep. I said it all the time too. Go back to the last thing he told you to do. <laughs> Go there and see if, um, if, if you've completed that assignment because whoo, I'm, I'm feeling a conviction right now that I had probably about three months ago and, um, and I was asking him something and I didn't feel like, I'm like, God, you're always clear. It doesn't really feel clear this time. And I thought to myself, Go back to what he told you to do last. I went back to that thing and I was like, ooh, okay. You told me to do this, this, and this. It was like three things that I had done too. And I realized that I hadn't done that other piece. And when I did, when I tell you the piece that came over me and then the downloads that started to come, I'm like, okay, Lord, I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah. So when you realize that, yeah, and, just, and make room, make room. Um, I always say, you know, go into prayer, announce yourself, let your father know that, that you're there, you know, announce yourself and, um, and spend some time. You don't have to say anything the entire time, allow him to speak, sit there after or pray for a little while, sing a song to him and just pause for a minute and listen, listen for his voice. Um, sometimes we have these fly by day, fly by night prayers and we're like, here we go, God need an answer. And we're expecting some, 
you know, the, the thunder and the rain or something, you know, to, to happen. It's like, uh-uh, nah, that's not the relationship I have. I don't know about you, but <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> yeah. And you think about a person that you would be in a relationship with if they only come to you when they need something, you know, you think about friends that you, you see them calling you like, no, I'm not in the headspace right now. Right. Like, and yeah. so thankfully God is not like that, but you, scripture talks about treating others the way you want to be treated. It's the same thing with God. Like if you would be exhausted, if people only came to you when they need to talk to you or yeah. they talk and then you're about to respond and they're like, okay, I think I know what to do. Wow. You know, <laughs> at that point you stop giving them they're advice gone. because right. you're like, well, you seem to already know, so what am I even talking for? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or you start to feel used. And so, listen, he's not a genie in a bottle. He is not a person that you go to. He's not Santa Claus. I mean, spend some time with your father. Listen, this relationship, for the last week or so, I have literally been in prayer with no words. Something has shifted in the last week that literally I have no words. I have just laid out... I mean, stretched out and just spent time with God that way. And when I tell you I come up with answers and I haven't said a word, <laughs> it's that relationship. And I'm just laying right there in his presence as if we were just laying out on the beach, having ourselves a good time and he is speaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, I love it. But I think even in moments like that, he's like, man, you don't, you're not coming to me just for some, what I can give you. Like you just enjoy yeah. spending time with me. And mm-hmm. I was speaking on another episode about how this year has really brought me to, it's like brought my faith to a different level because it's been yeah. stripped down to nothing of, okay, if you don't have anything else that you're doing, right. I mean, I even got to a place of, I wasn't doing the Instagram live Bible studies because I was like, God, I don't want to just come to your word to get a word for somebody else. Like I want to just spend time with you to spend time with you. And so even building that discipline back up of, will you study with that same fervor when it's just for me and you? Like when you're not, this is, this may never get taught to anybody else. This may never be shared. Will you still have that same passion? I think that's so important. And it makes me good. And you know, we love those Bible studies now, because first of all, the way that you break down the Bible, the way that you give these stories, it's hilarious it's like Bree's version of the story yes I was <laughs> like I maybe I'm gonna make so a commentary relatable. bible one day <laughs> you should oh my gosh you should um it's so relatable and it just it makes it feel like real life and you know once you start reading bible stories you know again that relationship will it it, it comes across that way so you're like man dang, he did that for them but literally, just even as you told the story of Paul, I'm like, okay, this is the reason why I missed those um, laughs. <laughs> we need them. <laughs> Girl, yeah. And I'm like, okay, Lord, whenever you say, because I'm going back to pivoting. Like, I, 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 was, I was really rocking with them. And then it just, it was one night in particular, and I was on mm-hmm. a Bible study, and I think my boys were crying or something. And I was like... I got to get off of here. Like I got to, you know, I can't. And, and as I, I think I was sharing with you before we started recording, like I'm with my boys nonstop, which is why they're out of town. And I'm like, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really not pressed. But when I, when they are in the same space with me, I like to be available to them as much as possible. Yeah. And so being in the same room or in the same house, right. But being like, but don't talk to me. Don't look at me. I'm busy. And then for it to be like, I'm busy with the Bible stuff. It just, I couldn't get with it. So I was like, okay, oh Lord, God. we go, 
We're going to pivot. I'm going to record Bible studies. We're going to do them on YouTube. No, it's not the same in terms of, you know, because I love my comments while we talking. It really yes. is like a Bible study for real. But yes. I'm like, when the time comes, whether that means my boys get up uh, or getting older or they're going to bed earlier, we make them later or whatever, then you know I'm ready, Lord. But I just, until you tell me to go, I'm going to just do yeah. YouTube Bible studies and that'll be yeah. it. It's so interesting because as you were speaking, um, Holy Spirit started showing me a parallel process when you said that sometimes your boys are in the room and I don't like to be in a place where I'm thinking I'm unavailable to them. My God, that's the same way he feels when he is in the room. He is in the room and we're so busy that, you know, we're saying go away right now, you know, instead of being available to him. So I just had to put that parallel process out there because, whoo. That's exactly what he wants. The same thing the boys want. I want time. I want attention. I, come on, spend some time with me. Let's yeah, talk. Let's play. <laughs> yeah, let's play. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> That's so good. Well, I want you to tell our listeners a little bit about your process into starting a podcast because you know, I know that you said, even before you talked to me, you're like, I had this idea, I got some of the stuff, but I'm really not sure. Um, so what your process was like getting the idea for it. And I think, I think I remember, I think you said something about seeing yourself in front of a mic. Um, yes. but then what made you say like, okay, now is the time. Yes. So, um, I love the way that God speaks to me. God often speaks to me in vision. And so, um, I will say I had a period of this stillness prior to starting a podcast nine months. I was helping people, um, teaching them how to, you know, really do some great goal setting and work on their goals. I had just released an ebook. I mean, I thought I was about to have all this stuff going and God was like, uh-uh, like let's pause. I literally paused for about nine months. So in that process, it was really, you know, me building my relationship, building and strengthening my relationship with God. And so um, at the end of that process, it was the end of 2019. And, um, and God just began to show me vision after vision after vision. I had three kind of back to back over like a three weeks um, period. And one of the visions was me seeing myself at a microphone. And I saw myself at this microphone, but I wasn't standing at anything. I wasn't on stage, you know, I was just like sitting in front of this microphone and I thought, okay, you know, so I'm writing down notes about what I'm seeing um, when I come out of prayer and I started basically downloading, he was downloading these topics. I wrote all of the topics down and it was 17 topics. And I thought, well, Lord, what am I supposed to do <laughs> with these topics? And I started to realize that each one was a very practical topic. Each one was a topic that related to building the relationship, strengthening the relationship, always him, things that I had done over those nine months. And so um, I'm like, okay, Lord. So of course I'm praying and I'm like getting things together. And what happens? Doubt, fear, all those things creep in. Intimidation is the word that you said to me. I never forget that. And so um, I literally, I started to have those feelings and I, I thought, okay, well, I'm going to do it but I'll push it aside a little bit. And one day I was on, um, I had already joined, you know, some of the groups for podcasters and I saw a post of yours and it was like a celebratory post. And immediately my spirit connected and I knew I was like, I need to talk to her. Like she's going to say something to me that I need. Ooh, thank you, Lord. I have chills. 
and um and I slid in your DMs. <laughs> and um and you and I was so grateful because you made the space, you made the time, you know. Um you're like, okay, well, I'm available at this time. And I thought to myself, I went to your website and everything, and I thought to myself, man, like, you know, she, people schedule to talk to her, you know, and here I am just like trying to slide in the DM. But I knew you had something to say to me and whatever it was, it was going to be from God. And um, and one of the things that you said was, this, this is a use what you got kind of season. And it just really just took all that fear away from me where I needed to have all these things in place. Nope, went away immediately. And before we got off the call, you prayed. And when you prayed, you, um, you rebuked the intimidation that was on me. When I tell you I felt so much lighter, the next day, Brie, I started recording. Like, remember, I, I had been practicing already, like practicing my recordings, but just not the next day I started recording. Since I'm so grateful for you, like I'm so grateful for you because it really just opened that door, right? I literally, I saw, um, I saw something in you. God showed me that we needed to connect and, you know, I moved forward. So for all my people out there who are ready to start something, who are ready to birth that vision that God has given you, listen, we need to put fear, doubt, intimidation, all those things to the back. Um, find you someone, if, if you need to, to connect with, because oftentimes our sisters in Christ, especially, always got a word <laughs> and can really hope, you know, you got that process. And then all it took was that one conversation for me to move my feet. So I'm so appreciative and so grateful. No, you make me cry because it's like, <laughs> you know, you don't, you don't know. We know scripture says power, the life and uh, life and death are in the power of the tongue, right? And you don't know yeah. the things that you say to other people. And honestly, I don't remember. I know mm -hmm. I talked to you. I know I said, you know, I know we, I, I just know I talked to you and I know I was like, let's get started. You know what I mean? Like yeah. what are we waiting for? And you know, giving you some kind of practical, what you need to do is da, da, da. I think I told mm -hmm. you about the anchor app. Um, and mm -hmm. then that was pretty much it. So mm -hmm. I think that Ooh, that's one, when you say that, I don't remember what I said to you, but another thing you did at the end of our call after you prayed, you told me, so I expect to see this podcast up by the end of March. <laughs> you basically <laughs> you're like okay i'm gonna hold you accountable to this thing yeah and so um when that podcast went up by the end of march <laughs> yes. you saw he's like okay i'm like okay i did it i did yes. it yeah. and it's i mean i'm really big on accountability that was so that was a huge reason why i started the activate community because i get frustrated um and i don't you know I, I would even call it a righteous anger when people are so adamant about the thing that god has called them to do but they're just not doing it like it's one yeah. thing when you if god has told you to stop yeah not yet or you know you were in a, in a period like yours where it was nine months and he's like hey just spend this time with me and i know that god yeah. will do that and sometimes it's nine months and sometimes it's nine days like you just don't know our 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 responsibility is the obedience but for me I guess the, the anger comes in, not so much in like, oh, you being disobedient to God, which is a whole separate thing, yeah. but you have the audacity. I would even go as far as to say the audacity to have this gift that God has placed on the inside of you and you're just going to sit on it. So not only are yeah. you holding yourself up from future blessings because we know one season only leads to the next, but then yeah. you're also holding up anybody who's attached to your gifting or your anointing. And that's why like, 
I will all, there will always be space for me, even with Activate being a paid community and, you know, other things I'll do down the line. I, I told someone on the podcast the other day, like, if God tells me to speak to somebody, I'm going to do it. Like, and yeah. I, you know, and when people say that they hear from God about me or concerning me, I test the spirit, but if the spirit yeah. says no for real, I did send them because people. I, that's not just a that's not a ticket into. It's not, yeah, it's not a cliche. Yeah, no, like uh-uh, oh girl, the, the Lord told me I should be on your podcast. Hmm. <laughs> did it? We we actually don't have any more spots available for the rest of the year. Like, and and I love Patrice Washington said that too. She said if God said it, He gonna confirm it with me. So people like oh I, with me. God uh-huh. told me He was supposed to coach me for free. Did it? Cause I didn't, I didn't get that. Like, so saying that to say, when you reached out to me, there wasn't even a hesitation. Mm. Um, and I don't even think you came from the approach of the Lord spoke to me. And Mm -hmm. I think you were just like, Hey, saw your post really encouraged. I'm thinking about starting a podcast. Like, would you be willing to talk to me for a short period of time? Yeah. Because, and, and, and I, even when I give people action steps or I give people deadlines, what I want y'all to know is, because there are a lot of people who may listen to this podcast and you're, you're trying to get a mentor, trying to get advice. Mm. It's okay to seek knowledge, right? Like scripture talks yeah. about seeking knowledge and getting understanding, but it is an insult when you take up someone's time and then you don't do anything with what they Come said. On. So yes. we just spent, we just had a free coaching session or yes. strategy session and then like nothing has come from it. And then even come to on. think about when you start making it bigger for a podcast, for example, you are, have lined up guests and you're interviewing mm-hmm. them and then you just never launch the podcast. It's like, bro, oh my gosh. what? Listen. Like these, this is people's time. Yeah. So you just really have to, to show honor to people in that way. And you have to show honor to God in that way. Right. Because we're looking for outcomes. We're looking for fruit. Okay. And so um, that's what I love about, you know, how we ended that conversation. You're like, listen, I'm, I'm looking for this, you know. Um, and so it was one thing already that, okay, God has already told me to do it. And two, she's looking, you know what I mean? She just spent this time and I, and I aren't, you know, I value that, you know, that wasn't very important to me. So I'm like, all right, get your stuff together, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and let's go <laughs> and you have been so consistent since you launched i mean and i love your your graphics are amazing i love that you <laughs> you know you always have like little clips from the episodes and um i'll be sure to link to her spirituality podcast in the show notes but i just i know that it's more it's just about the obedience and i can say mm-hmm. like especially as someone who's been podcasting for a couple of years now when you know you're being obedient to God, mm. it doesn't like the matter. The numbers don't really matter. Like, yeah, yeah. you look at them from metrics. Yeah, it's cool to see your yeah. growth. But when even if you get five people, you like, oh my gosh, you know what I mean? Because it's almost that affirmation of, okay, God, this is what you were telling me to do. Because there yeah. have been things that I've launched to crickets and I'm like okay Lord I thought that was you telling me that but I guess not because I guess not. <laughs> it turned to nothing and so yes. that's fine um but I would just I would just encourage people you know and, and I, I will say this all the time y'all just start where you are and, and if it's the wrong direction going back to the scripture that I read before God will tell mm-hmm. you no this is the way walk Absolutely. over here yeah and seek him at every step of the process every step um and I'm so glad you said something about numbers when I first hit 1k listens on the um on the podcast I put it out I was so excited and then um and God and God like brought me reeled me right back in 
and, and showed me that this thing was about testimonies, not numbers. And so um, even when I look at the numbers now, I'm like, okay, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. You know, and then I look for testimonies, right? So if my inbox is, you know, full of testimonies or if someone listens to my podcast um, and they send me a message, like to me, that's a thousand listens, you know? Um, and so I'm so grateful for that, you know? And I feel like, you know, when I get to a place and he says, okay, you know, post that, put that out. Um, I'm definitely going to do it. But right now when I tell you, whoo, testimonies. I posted one and this, um, I had a young lady who was just talking about how she hadn't been to church all year long until she listened to one of my podcast episodes. And I thought, okay, God, come on, like, come on. What else can you, I mean, you're blowing my mind, you know? And so to think, whew, when you say people are connected to you, to think that had I not started a podcast, she may have never gone to church again because of her church hurt. Or, you know what I mean? To think that people wouldn't have these practical tips or think that it's so difficult to really build this relationship with God, you know? Um, that in itself right there, that's success to me. That is success. <laughs> Absolutely. I think, I think of the same thing when I, back when I was speaking in high schools and there was one young lady who came up to me so I shared my suicide story because I'm like, that's not something I'm ashamed of. That's something that I'm like, I'm a, I'm a living testament of God's faithfulness and, and what yeah. it looks like when you endure through tough seasons. And so um, she, I remember her pulling up her, her jacket sleeve and showing me like scars from where yeah. her, her skin had healed from when she tried to commit suicide by cutting herself. Yeah. And literally all she said when I, I had given my my speech whatever the case may be she came up to me after and she said you know wow I, you thought about you know committing suicide and I said yeah mm -hmm. and then she just pulled up her sleeve and said me too she's like mm -hmm. but you really just encouraged me and like you said I'm like if I don't do nothing else <laughs> yes. ever in my life like just to make people feel like they are seen and like they're yeah. not alone because I know that yeah. that's a trick of the enemy in any stage especially in situations like we're in this year where no people are physically yes we know we, we have God with us but people are physically alone like they are uh -huh. they are in their apartment by themselves their family mm -hmm. doesn't live near them you know they're they don't have a job where they're connecting with people on zoom on a regular basis and so yeah to let people know that they're not alone I think it's such a blessing and that they're not yeah. crazy because they may be like, oh, you know, no one else thinks like this, or how could you think you could start a business? Like, da, 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 da. you don't have the qualifications for it. And so being able to normalize that experience, but then say, the devil is a liar. Like, I know Come what on. God has said about me. Okay. It really just changes everything. Listen, and, and to, to podcast in a pandemic, sis, <laughs> okay? People are connected to our voices at this point. They're connected to our voices. I had so many people. I released my podcast Sunday at 2. And, um, and for, for 25 weeks, I would have people who were literally waiting at their, their phones for two o'clock to hit on Sunday, you know? And I'm like, my God, people are literally attached to my voice. Like there's something, you know, coming from my voice that, that they need in this season. Um, so it really did hurt to actually end this season. I was so sad, but God was like, uh, -uh you need to take a break. <laughs> this is your season of rest. So, um, 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. People are attached to our voices. And I think that is, um, that's, that speaks a lot, you know, especially in a season like this, when people are alone and they can connect with your podcast, my God, you know, and feel like they're talking to a homegirl. They're talking to a friend. They are learning, they have new skills. And so, um, or even going back, listening to older ones, right. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. And I'm so, um, I'm grateful for, for this platform, you know, um, this podcasting platform. So. Absolutely. So I love the way that you talk about God and I, I love to have our guests share their faith story because so many of us, even when, if, even for those of us who grew up in the church, it was like, yeah, but I, me and God got like one-on-one uh-huh. after this experience. So I would love for you to share that with our guests. I mean, with our audience. Yes. So I um, sum up my story in four parts. I call it the journey. So that was my relationship uh, season with God. Um, I'm sorry, not relationship, my religious. I was going to church. I was leaving church. I was going to church. I was leaving church and I was leaving the same. Nothing changed. I was still partying. I was still out. I was still doing all types of things. Um, So that was my religious season. I knew that I had to go because my mama and them told me I had to go. And so that's what I did. Um, Did it all through college. And then I got to a place where I moved into a relationship um, season this was a defining moment and I can't tell you exactly what happened. But what I knew is that I was standing on another man's faith. It was almost like I had to go to someone to get what I needed from God. And when I realized this, I thought, wait, why am I, why do I feel like I need a pastor or a deacon or someone to do something for me or to go to God on my behalf? And so that's when it shifted for me into this relationship season. In the relationship season, I built my relationship with God and I learned so much about my spiritual gifts. I mean, he just started to unlock some things. Um, The moment that I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, okay, I started speaking in tongues, it was over. All the spiritual gifts were just starting to download. (laughs) Um, So I had that season. That led me, I called my released season. I started to feel more comfortable talking about God. I started to feel released in the fact that I could share, you know, the gospel. I could share with people how I felt about him. And I was unashamed, you know, I wasn't like, you know, one of these um, 29, 30 year olds who's like, oh, scared to talk about God amongst her friend group or amongst anyone. So that was my release season. And then I moved into what I call, and I'm still in, I would say now is my radical season. Listen, if God show up right here, right now, we're going in. <laughs> it doesn't matter where I am. We are going in. Okay. And so anytime where, you know, I feel like God is asking me to say, asking me to do something, I am going to move in obedience. If I am at, I kid you not, I was in a drive through and, um, and the girl said something to me. She said, I love your hair. And I said, Oh, thank you so much. And she looked at me and she had a hat on and she kind of lifted it just a little bit. And she said, I'm going through chemo and I lost mine. And I said, can I pray for you? When I tell you, she, she took her headphones off <laughs> in the drive through and I prayed. Okay. So, so that's where I am now where I'm radical and it's really not radical at all. It's just what I'm calling it, but it's really what we're supposed to be doing anyway, <laughs> as believers, as Christians in the faith. So um, that's my journey, you know, and now I'm, I'm the girl who's walking around talking in English half of the time, speaking in tongues, rest. Um, 
<laughs> just who I am. <laughs> so that's my story. <laughs> that's the most concise breakdown of a faith journey that I've ever heard. But I mean, it makes sense because of the way that even thinking about you, like training people, it makes sense that yeah. you're like, okay, this was part one and this is part. <laughs> and then of course, for the alliteration as the journalism major in me is like, yes, come on, ours. But, yeah. um, I, and like, I like that you said, it's really not radical. It's what we're supposed to be doing because yeah. for me, I, I asked God on a regular basis. And I, I, I found myself asking God this a lot earlier in this year. I was like, God, don't let me become so fearful of being depressed that I become apathetic to the things that are going on in the world. Like I still need to be wow. praying about these things. Mm-hmm. Um, I still need to have your heart for these things. And so I, I find myself in moments where I feel like I'm kind of just floating through life or yes, is things are going great for you, but what's going on with other people? I'll just say, God, give me your heart. And yeah. he does present those opportunities where someone will mention that they're going through a divorce or someone will mention that their child is sick or someone will mention, mm-hmm. you know, that their, that their aunt is in, in court, like for, you know, just, it's just yeah. different things. And mm-hmm. it's about being sensitive to people's needs because that's what yeah. Jesus did. When you look in the Bible, he like, he Come came on. to seek and to <laughs> save the lost. And I think that is something that is, that I'm constantly learning. Mm-hmm. because sometimes that religious spirit does try to come back up where I want it to look yeah. a specific way. And I'm just like, okay, God, but what did you do? When you were mm-hmm. here, what did you do? Like you mm-hmm. sat with people and you were in relationship with people. And absolutely, I do have those moments. I still have that desire. And I don't know, maybe God will reveal that one day where I, I could just walk into a place and be like, everybody in here, this is the gospel. And you know, we got that John, ba- that John anointed to be like, repent yes, and come. Yes. But I'm like, Lord, that, ah, like I just, yeah. I'll be trying, but then I open my mouth and I just end up being like, can I pray for you for something? Is there that is me. <laughs> that is me all day. I'm talking about walking around and it's like, oh my gosh, somebody's, oh my gosh, my back hurt. And here I am walking through the parking lot. Can I pray for you real quick? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I am forever asking somebody, can I pray for them? And I mean, I don't need to long drone out anything. A, a quick, short prayer will do, okay? Um, so listen, that's where I am now. And again, like I said, like you mentioned, it's, I'm calling it radical because we don't have a lot of people who are willing to do this, but it is what we're supposed to be doing, right? Yeah. So, um, so yeah. <laughs> so I'd love for you to talk to us a little bit about your community because obviously at Black Girls of Purpose, we're super passionate about community and how they play a role in, we've talked about identity. So I would like for you to talk about how your community plays a role in your identity, not in the fact that you attach yourself to them, but they, how mm-hmm. they affirm you in your identity. Yeah. So it's so interesting because um, when I think about community, I think about, you know, all kind of facets of my life, family, friends, um, business, um, you know, people at my job, all those. Um, So I think about, you know, community very broadly, right? And I have these different kind of pockets of community. Um, But I have realized so much more in this pandemic um, and then in this season of my life that the community that I need um, is made up of reciprocity. And, um, and I think that right now, in order to, to help build the identity that I need, not only, not just, you know, not in Christ, but um, in the to do in Christ, um, what I need um, in community or like-minded 
individuals who are building for the kingdom, right? So that has shifted. My community has shifted um, a lot over, you know, in the season. Um, but I do feel like, you know, my community is also kind of my board of directors, you know, they're the people that I run things by, they're the people who help me make decisions. Of course, after I've consulted with God first, right? When I'm like, okay, well, I still need to kind of, you know, iron this out a little bit. Um, so those are my, my practical voices that are, that are around for me. So I think community is super, super, super important. Um, I love the book by Darius Daniels. It's called Relational Intelligence. And he breaks community down into four categories, friends, associates, advisors, and assignments. And so I think about my community in that way. And I've learned too, at this, po at this point, that I've been a person, um, probably because of profession, you know, I'm a therapist, I, you know, this, I attract clients. And so um, I've learned that I've had an unequal kind of balance of assignments versus advisors and friends, you know? And so um, I'm learning now more of what I need. Again, it's that reciprocity um, where I want to give and I want to give and I've, I've been bred to give. Like, you know, that's what therapists do. I give, give, give. My assignments, giving, giving, giving. Um, and now I'm at a place where, you know what? I want to give and I also want to receive. I want reciprocity in, in, in my community. So um, I'm just saying that to say that your community can change. It can shift and change as well. And what you need in some seasons is different than others. So I think it's super important um, to have a community, especially a kingdom-minded one. Okay. Absolutely. And I'll make sure I uh, link to that book, Relational Intelligence, by Dr. Darius Daniels, who is, yeah. I just, he just, I love the way he breaks down the word, too. Oh you talk God. about me, like, I love, he just, he's just so funny, like, yeah, like he is so funny, in my imagination, I just see Jesus rolling up on him, like, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you saying is, what you saying is, yeah, yep, I love that, and that book is, like, so practical, too, so, I love it. So we're going to transition to our up close and purposeful segment. These are questions we ask all of our guests here on the Black Girl with Purpose podcast. And my first question is, what does it mean to you to be a Black Girl with Purpose? To me, it means hope. It means hope. Um, it means role model. It means example. Um, when I see myself, I see a little girl from um, a little town um, who made it you know, and making it mean something different to, um, to a lot of people, right? Success is defined differently by people, but to be a black girl with purpose to me means being that role model so that other little black girls in my community where I grew up can look at me and realize they have a purpose too. So what are your go-to scriptures when you need encouragement? Ooh, listen, Proverbs three. <laughs> um listen that has been that's been my place since my teen years um and and I say it all the time like I have been I've always been a thinker you know and I lean on my own understanding and I, I have to remind myself all the time that I can't lean on my own my own understanding I have to trust in the Lord I have to trust that he is guiding this for me and so um that's I continue to remind myself of that all the time because sometimes being that thinker, right? And and even, you know, um being programmed as a therapist, you know, we think logically about things. We think, we think, we think about trauma. And so um then we start to make um we start to make judgments. We start to wonder about things. And so it becomes our own understanding. So um that's one of the things that keeps me grounded, the scripture that keeps me grounded for sure. 
What do you find yourself grateful for in this season? Mm. Rest. Um, I'm definitely grateful for rest. And I'll say that um, I work hard. I like to do so many things um, in a night. I mean, I will have my night plan out. I work a nine to five and I get off at five and I am, I have something from five to five thirty, five thirty to six, six to seven. I mean, I plan, I like block plan these things out. Um, and at the end of the podcast, God was just, um, at the end of season one of the podcast, God was just showing me that I need to rest. And he kept sending the word rest to me from my friends um, who can hear God on my behalf. He kept sending the word to me. And finally, and okay, I was reading the word, but you know, not necessarily resting. And there was one that came from one of my friends and she sent me a message. She said, God is telling me to tell you that in this season, you have to rest because what he is going to have you do next, you're going to need all your strength for. And I was like, okay, God. I surrender. I rest. <laughs> I'm going to rest. And so I'm very thankful for rest in this season. I'm still doing a lot of work, but when I feel I'm listening to my body and I'm listening to the spirit, all right, if I've done something from six to, to seven and I'm realizing like I have a lot, a lot more on my to-do list, but if God says rest, I rest. Yeah. Yes. I am a big advocate for that. And I always go to the scripture, a man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. I'm like, God, this is what I think you have me on assignment to do for this day. But if yeah. it changes, just like I said with the interviews, if you need to move something off the table, go ahead and move it off the table. So it really does go back to that flexibility. I also like that you said, I'm still working, but I'm also resting because yeah. sometimes people go, and we talked about this on the Black Girls of Purpose podcast. Uh, I think it was the consistency episode. And mm -hmm. I was talking about how the pro there's a proverb that talks about not becoming a slugger. Like if you rest too much, like yeah. poverty is going to sneak up on you. And you're like, mm -hmm. wait, what? How am I broke? And God's like, you haven't been working for six months. So <laughs> <laughs> he's like, it's pretty simple. Yeah. But, um, that you spoke on resting in specific areas because at the end of the day, especially as we get older, like there we're, we, we continue to take on these different roles. We continue yeah. to have these new facets of our identity. And so there usually isn't just a, okay, you're doing nothing in this season, right? right. There's usually mm -hmm. something that we're like, I think about this summer with black girls of purpose. I was like, I'm, I'm not recording anything. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing I, I activate is closed. Like we're not, our registration is closed. We check in with our members every month, but we're not doing new classes. And mm -hmm. even though that was a, a resting period, that was a section of my life I was resting in, still a wife, still a mom. So I still got to, yeah. you know, make sure my house is decent, still got to grocery yeah. shop every week. And so it's really important to know that there's a difference between resting in a season or in a particular area and then just being like, the Lord told me to rest. So yes. I'm going to just sit here and watch Netflix and you're laying for the back. next three months no 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 that's not it sis <laughs> right. that is not it um and then there could be times too where I am rested and then something drops in my spirit and I go with what you know what I mean whether it's researching whatever it was that he just gave me or you know pulling out um, a resource to to look in absolutely yeah yeah it's a balance so with what we said and you might and especially because I know you that you, you like listen I'm not sure 100% but what are some of the things that God has revealed maybe next for you and the spirituality podcast mm. 
so it's so uh, amazing that he is downloading these um, these topics and these uh, guests to me early. <laughs> um, so one of the things that we're definitely working on is season two. Um, I haven't released a date yet, but he just gave it to me last week. So I'm excited about that. Um, we are starting our season off with gifts, spiritual gifts. Um, the first season was really like a foundation. It was, you know, building your relationship with him, right? Like the things that you need to do to build your relationship with him, like your episode identity needs to be built. Um, you know, thinking about spending time with him, you know, prayer techniques, things of that nature. God is showing me that this season is going to be about building you, like building yourself in the kingdom. And so, um, so we're starting off with some spiritual gifts. So I'm excited about that. Cause I know we're going to kind of kick off with the series, um, and one of those things has been um, God showing me that I was going to, you know, have a session. I don't know if it's going to be a Zoom or what um, just yet, but basically about um, receiving the gift of, of Holy Spirit, you know, um, with evidence of speaking in tongues. And so that's one of the things that I know literally changed my trajectory and my spirituality. And so he's shown me, um, he's shown me myself on a call with lots of people. Um, and that's something too that's, um, it's so near and dear to me because of my own experience that when people say, Oh, I can't speak in tongues. I'm like, well, you want to, do you want to consult God right now? I mean, we can do this now. <laughs> Let's pray. Um, like, it ain't nothing but space and opportunity. Okay. Listen. And so I've done that several times. Like I've prayed with someone on the phone several times who said they wanted to receive the gift. So um, I'm excited for that. So we're going to have one of those um, kind of sessions. I haven't um, decided exactly what it's going to look like yet because God hadn't downloaded it yet. But when it comes, I'll let y'all know. Um, and the other thing that's happening with spirituality is, so one of the things that God started showing me were these products and they were t-shirts and notebooks and you know these these kingdom products is what i keep calling them and it was just an extension of everything that was happening with spirituality right it was like this extension of um being bold in your walk with god you know making a statement about your walk with god being unashamed in your walk and so i'll continue to do those things i had a pop-up shop to end season one and um and the pop-up shop was three days long day five, day 17, day, you know, people are still ordering things <laughs> from the pop-up shop to the point where I've had to restock, you know? So I said, okay, God, this, this sounds like something that, you know, I need to keep available. You confirm it to me. And he did. Um, so I, I'll probably continue to have, you know, a pop-up shop here and there. Um, but then also have what I call my quote unquote bestsellers, you know, just available, um, you know, so that people can be bold and walk with Christ. So that's what's next. So exciting. I'll make sure that we link to the show and also your your store. Because I saw that on your website. It was like season one. I was like, come on, shop that has stuff from the episodes. Come on. Oh, no. Because I'm so big. And I think it's just a journalism major in me. But people will say stuff. And I'm like, you need to put that on a shirt. Like, that needs to be on a shirt. <laughs> needs to be on a shirt. You need to put that somewhere. People need to see it. And honestly, like, even thinking about when I, when I walk through the airport and I see mm -hmm. shirts that say just silly stuff. And even if yeah. it's stuff that makes me laugh, I'm like, what would it look like if we had shirts that said like stuff about God or something yeah. that triggered a conversation about God? Uh -huh. So whenever uh -huh. you are, whenever that's the mission behind it, I feel like it's always a success because it goes back to that question you said before, like, am I trying to elevate yeah. you, God, or am I trying to elevate me? Come on. Right. 
that is um that is literally uh one of the things that has so one of the things that has sold the most in the shop is the shirt that says have you prayed about it i kid you not that i did not realize that i said this so much and so after i of course consulted with god had a couple things down that you know that came from the podcast my friends kept saying, so you aren't going to say, you aren't going to make one that says, have you prayed about it? I'm like, why would I do that? They're like, because you're always saying that. Every time we come to you with something, you say, well, have you prayed about it? <laughs> because I'm, I'm like, have you talked to God first? And so, um, and so I'm, I kid you not, it's hilarious. And it's definitely a conversation starter because anytime people wear that shirt, they say people say something to them about it. So I'm like, have you prayed about it? <laughs> I love that. That's so amazing. Yeah. So how can our community best support the work that you're doing? Oh, that's a great question. How can you all support me? Um, come on over to Spirituality. We are um, starting season two soon, but go back, listen to season one, um, join my email list. So um, another thing that God has been having me doing this season is just um, sending out one weekly um, inspiration email. And um, I try to keep them short, but sometimes, you know, there's a story, there's a story to tell. <laughs> so of course, you know, you can join my email list as well. Um, I'm also trying to be consistent with posting, even though I'm on podcast break, but I really feel like everything has literally stemmed from the podcast. So um, God gave me the vision of the podcast from that. Um, you know, he also gave me a vision about spiritual consulting. And so I've started that. And so spirituality is like an umbrella now. It's one, it's a podcast, spiritual consulting and those kingdom products. So whatever else he tells me to add, I will, but that's it for now. So you can follow me at the Dr. Moore on Instagram. That's T-H-E-D-R-M-O-O-R-E. -O -O -E. um, or I'm also on Facebook. Um, I think it's Dr. Latanya Moore on Facebook. So I'm in both places. <laughs> Fantastic. And then I love to have our guests end with one last piece of wisdom, knowledge that our audience can take with them into the rest of their week. My question to you today is, what are you carrying? Oftentimes, we get a word from God, we get an idea, we get a vision, we get a dream. And what happens is we often consult out. We talk to our friends, we talk to people about it before we consult up. And that causes us to put that thing to the side, right? But really, when God gave you that word, when God gave you that dream, that vision, that idea, um, it, was, it was almost as if you became pregnant. You became um, you know, pregnant with an idea, right? Whatever it was that God has downloaded to you. And so you are carrying something. You're carrying something. And so I want to remind you that whatever it takes for you to just prepare for that thing, to be birthed, to be manifested in the earth, continue to prepare until it's time ask god for your due date go ahead and plan your baby shower because there's going to be a huge announcement okay but you are carrying something so i want everybody to just think about what are you carrying so good she said go ahead and plan your baby shower and literally that was a whole you know we did a whole season on being on purpose and being pregnant with purpose and mm -hmm. so or not whole season but like a series on series, yeah being just giving birth to your purpose and not yes. not, being, not giving birth prematurely mm -hmm. um but i remember the episode um what if what if i miscarry i was like oh girl <laughs> 
needed to hear it. <laughs> and and it, it goes back to what you said though when you talked about consulting out instead of consulting up because a lot of, I think sometimes we'll ask friends that probably have the same doubts we have and then we like yeah. okay Lord well you know I can't do it because they said I couldn't do it but for you to say no it's not it's, it's not about mm-hmm. like what did God say and that's what that's my say? big thing the way yeah. you say, you talk about saying have you prayed about it? I'm like but what did God say though because and yep. even asking myself like I'll start doing stuff and I'm like well I don't know if I'm in the right he's like girl do you really so I brought you through all these hurdles mm-hmm. <laughs> just to let you fail okay <laughs> I'm like, yes. Okay, Lord, yes. I'm getting in alignment. I'm getting in alignment. He started to show me through this process that after he has given me the answer, I don't need a second opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't. And so um it, it just takes a while to realize that, right? When especially when you are used to consulting out um or used to kind of needing that, you know, that validation, you know, that second opinion from someone. But I realize now that, you know, when I'm going, um, when I'm going for you know, your feedback now is I've already consulted God, mm-hmm. you know? And so what you added is a little extra to what he already gave me. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate you, <laughs> but that took time, you know, that took a lot of time. And I would say, you know, um, getting past fear, I, I push past fear daily, mm-hmm. daily. There's a push past fear, you know, um, and praying over our minds, you know, that one, it will be kept, but two, we're not, you know, in that place of, like you mentioned, intimidation. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a journey, but you are carrying something. Mm-hmm. And so because you are get prepared, get ready to receive. Fantastic. Well, I would love, I don't typically do this, but I want you to pray for our audience before um, we get off. That's how we'll, we'll close out today's episode. Absolutely. So Father, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for this time that we've had today. We thank you, oh God, for everyone who is under the sound of our voices. Father, we thank you that the words that have spoken, oh God, will penetrate their hearts, oh God. We thank you right now, oh God, that they will be um, inspired to move. We thank you that they'll be inspired to move, oh God, that movement is in their future, oh God. Lord, we thank you right now, oh God, that they're excited about what's to come, oh God, that they're excited about the preparation and what they're carrying. God, we thank you for Bree right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for her life, oh God. We thank you right now that she has answered the call and she has answered the assignment. Lord, we thank you that everything she touches will continue to prosper right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for the success on her family, oh God, the generational wealth that she is building, oh God, and what she is building um, in her legacy, oh God. So Father, I thank you for every word spoken, God. I thank you right now, oh God, that you seal it so that the devil won't seal it, oh God. I thank you for this audience that it will continue to grow, oh God, and that it'll continue to, God, oh God, do your work. So I thank you, Father, for everything you have done on this episode. I give you glory and we commit it back to you. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. All right, y'all. Receive it, believe it, achieve it. (laughs) Well, it's been such a pleasure. I'm so grateful that you took the time to talk with our audience. I know that they are blessed. I'll definitely be linking everything that we talked about in today's episode, including that book on relational intelligence. And we will be looking forward to season two of the Spirituality Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I enjoyed.
All right, Purpose Peeps, that's it for this week. If you enjoyed today's episode, please do one of three things for me. First, post a screenshot and key takeaway on your Instagram story and tag us at Black Girls of Purpose so we can repost you. Second, if you think someone would enjoy this episode, please share it with them. And then third, please leave a review so we can continue to reach a lot of people with this podcast. It is such a pleasure to come to you guys each and every week, and I'm so looking forward to continuing to grow our community. I'll talk to you next week.